on this episode of In The Rack Podcast. I always ask patients what their experience has been with chiropractors and or whether it's actual, they've been to a chiropractor or if they, what have they heard about chiropractic, even whether it's negative or positive, because that helps me understand where they're coming from. And I think that right off the bat is very different than any other chiropractor. They do. Welcome to In The Rack Podcast, where we provide you with a practical framework for breaking PRs in all facets of health and wellness. We are just a couple of bros giving you the simple hows in a world of complex wants. No filters, no scripts, no rules, just straight talk. Talk to them. Now, let's get into the rack with your hosts, Dr. Chad and Dr. Nick. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of In The Rack Podcast. I am your host, Chad, and with me is my co-host and fellow physical therapist, Nick. So Nick and I have another guest speaker on the show today. So on the show today, we have somebody called Dr. Kerry Goyette, and Kerry is a chiropractor in Amesbury. She also owns her own practice called Health Zone Chiropractic. Uh, she's been a chiropractor for t- last 25 years? Almost a little over 26. Now. 26 mm-hmm. years. 26. Wow. Nice. Man. So she's she's well experienced. She's been in the field for a long <laughs> That's time. That's nice way of yeah. saying it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of wisdom. Um, and I, you know, I'm sure that she's seen the profession change quite a bit. I mean, I, I've only been in practice for less than 15 years, and I, I know I've seen a lot of changes. So, um, all right. So we're going to talk, uh, with Dr. Boyette about, you know, her practice. She's got a unique technique that she uses. It's, uh, called zone technique. And, uh, we want to talk a little bit about that. It's something that I wasn't very familiar with and Nick wasn't either. And, uh, I had the pleasure of getting worked on by her last year and I can tell you it was pretty wild. So, uh, she's going to talk about that and we'll kind of dive into how that works. And, you know, I, I know we've never heard of it, but it's, I, I did a little research and it's been around since like the thirties. It has. That's yes. been around for a long time. So, um, just, there's nobody in, I know this area that does it cause I've never heard of it. So, um, she'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll kind of dive into probably a little bit of health stuff and you know, how the profession is going, where it's been, you know, <laughs> what the future looks like <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, as you mentioned, I'm a chiropractor, so I've been in it for, like I said, about 26 years now. Pretty eclectic in the sense that I've run the gamut. I've been the associate doctor. I've been office coverage. I have owned my own practice, um, worked in four different states. And so with that, I get into all different style offices. I mean, you know, if you've ever been to a chiropractor, you know that not Every chiropractic office is the same experience. Um, so I've been in offices where you are personal injury. I've been in the sports offices, um, family care. So really ran the gamut with that. Um, I kind of always knew I was going to be a chiropractor. Uh, I went, I actually, I should, I should rephrase that. Not always knew I was going to be a chiropractor. I always knew I was going to be in the health field. And, um, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, chiropractic wasn't a household name like it is now. Uh, people didn't hear of it. You know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up a little bit in the 80s too. <laughs> I did not. Nick yeah, did not. I yeah, did not. I know. I, I know. <laughs> like you said, I have wisdom. That's um, right. That's right. So that, you know, it was a time that most people didn't even know what chiropractic was. And so I grew up in a house that was very health oriented, very active, um, 
you know, my dad was, um, you know, in sports and took it to a professional level and coached and what have you. So we, we always took health as a lifestyle in our, in my family. So I always kind of geared myself towards that. I liked it. It was easy for me to learn, but, um, you know, it wasn't until my parents actually, interestingly enough, saw our chiropractor, but it was like, back then it was like, oh, what's this chiropractic thing? You know, they heard of a chiropractor that saw the Patriots and the Bruins and they were like, oh, maybe I should be getting my spine checked or what's going on, you know? And I just remember asking my mother one day, you know, where are you going? She's like, oh, I'm going to the chiropractor. I'm sitting there thinking, what the heck is a chiropractor, you know? And she's like, the dread of the answer that I like, tread at now is uh well i'm just going to get my neck and back cracked and that just makes yeah, me feel yeah, better yeah. and i'm sure that should have like scared me but it was it actually intrigued me and fascinated me i was like what the heck is this all about you yeah know? <clears throat> i know there's that stigma too like you know we go to a chiropractor to get cracked and we go to pt only after we have surgery you know what yeah. i mean right. so i think we're trying to i think we're trying to you know kind of fix that 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 damage that's been done yeah. over the years but you know give give people an idea of of what these professions can actually do you know what i mean and i know there's like a million different ways to skin a cat you know there's a million different ways that you can do chiropractic care there's a million different ways you can do physical therapy care so you know just giving everybody an idea as to what all these avenues are so that they can make the best decision for themselves i think is is pretty cool so Absolutely. so you you started this when did you start uh your practice recently here in amesbury so i started my practice here in amesbury um in um so it's the thought process of it started late 19 2019 and then by this time the city approved all the approvals that they need to go through it was the end of january 2020 and then i opened february of 2020 there you oh go boy. there you go <laughs> yep right yeah. before tough time to start yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I feel you so so obviously i mean you made it through everybody right. you're crushing it so what what makes health zone chiropractic different than like what people might visualize chiropractic care as? I know that we talked about this technique that you do. You can talk about that if you'd like. Um, but what what is the overall difference between you and you know somebody else down the down the road? Well, there's a lot. I know there's a lot, right? There's not <laughs> there's just a, that's one. a lot in that question. <laughs> yes. I, I, I will start by saying this. One of the first things I always do is um, I always ask patients what their experience has been with chiropractors and or whether it's actual they've been to a chiropractor or if they what have they heard about chiropractic even whether it's negative or positive because that helps me understand where they're coming from and i think that right off the bat is very different than any other chiropractor they just basically oh you're here in my office boom you know that's okay let's just get to work but I really want to stop and take the time to say, hey, okay, what do you know about chiropractic? Because when I started asking that question, I became horrified at some of the answers that oh, I was sure. getting. Oh, I so, but it also was very open, like informative of allowing me to sit there and say, hey, okay, well, let's, let's, you know, weed this out a little bit and get the truth and, and say, okay, this is what you don't understand, or this is um, only half true, or you're a little scared about this. Okay, let's talk about that. You know, how is it? So I think right off the bat, it's about, that's the very first question I ask somebody. So I, right before we even start anything, we get an idea of like, where's your starting point? What do we need to do to actually bring you up to speed with what I'm doing? Um, outside of that, um, Education is probably um, 
one of our weakest as a profession thing I find because when I'm asking that question, people just don't understand chiropractic. And because there's so many different offices doing many different, kind of like PT, doing different things, they get confused. They're very confused. So when they walk into my office, the very first thing I want to do is just make sure that I'm educating and communicating to them, hey, this is what we do here in the office. If you have any questions, make sure you understand this. Um, So they are a participant and actually choose how they want to utilize my service. It's not as opposed to me just saying, hey, you know, you have this going on. Okay, well, I can help that. I can fix that. And and they have no idea what you're doing or why you're doing it and why you're recommending whatever you're recommending. So it's a very, uh, the first several visits are very kind of uh, a little extended just so that I can get a background on them, see if they're fit for my office. That's the mm. other thing. I don't just take Absolutely. everybody. Absolutely. I think I'm, you know, like you guys, you, you've mm-hmm. kind of refined your model where you're- Oh, totally. Just not taking everybody that comes and needs PT, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for sure. That's so. right. For sure. Yeah, and it's it's all part of the culture that you know you have and we have. Like we we like to maintain that culture, but it's uh, it's what was that uh, uh, we had Renegade on the podcast not too long ago, and they said uh, your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, oh, so yeah that was that yeah. was pretty cool. So yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, and and not like we want to attract everybody like us, but you know, people yeah. that understand our model and our you know that can benefit from our model, right? Because if they're not into it and they're not, you know, understanding, like you said, why we're doing the things we're doing, then, you know, that's, that's part of the healing process as well. So I agree. I find people heal faster when they know that. Oh, totally. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they're on board with it too. Mm -hmm. You know, like we get that all the time where it's like people have such a hard time coming to grips with, oh, this is going to be out of my pocket. And you get the sense that right off the bat that you're probably not going to, you know, fit too well in here because of the things we're going to do anyway let alone the financial, you know, you know, investment that it is, but you can get that sense right off the bat. It's like, ah, you know what? We're going to do a lot of stuff that you're not going to like, you know, I can tell that right now. So maybe it's not the place for you. Right. You know, and we have our places that we refer to people as well. Like, yeah, you know, for sure. We're, like you said, we're totally open with saying, Hey, you know what? Maybe you're not a great fit for us. Let's explore some other options yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, and some people like the advice, some people not so much. Yeah. It's fine. Some people want it more. They're like, sorry. (laughs) I I love the fact, though, uh, Carrie, that you ask about, like, what their experience with chiropractic is or what they know. Because I often do the same thing with physical therapy. And sometimes I'll get an answer that I'm like, oh, my gosh. And this is going to be easy. You know, because all I have to do is just do a little bit better than that. Right. And that's like, I know I'm going to do a lot better. But I know that this is going to be an easy sell. Or you get someone that's like, wow, sounds like they had really good PT. I got to. I got to step my game up. You know, I got to give them some good stuff when they leave here. So it is, it is kind of a really good question from that perspective too, making sure you're, you're on your game and not just going through the motions. Yeah. And we, we've also had patients too, and I'm sure you're the same way where they actually did have some pretty good care. And I was like, man, that's, that's definitely some stuff that I would have done. Why did you not respond well to that? And I think it's the education piece like you were talking about. They don't understand why they were doing it to understand how beneficial it could be. And then it's like, okay, if they don't understand, they don't know when they should be doing it, all that kind of stuff. That was the biggest thing I've, you know, I've learned in my first few years is like with the education piece, like even if you tell someone, it doesn't mean they understood it. Like that was the thing in school that that, like, okay, you have to educate them on this, this, and this. And it's like, you go through your checklist in your head, you're like, oh, I did it. But it's like, check to make sure they understood. Like we, we oftentimes miss that piece. Where it's like, oh, I, I told them all that. that. That was awesome. Like you leave feeling like, right. oh, I, I, but crushed, it's also, I crushed that. It's also so common to us that we oh, think, oh, sure. it's so easy. Everybody yes. knows it. They yes. understood that, right? For sure. And when you actually start asking questions, you're like, 
that's what you got out of that conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, I know. It's so true. It's, it's very so true. true. Very true. All right, let's dive into the zone technique. Let's tell us tell us about the zone technique. All right. So as you mentioned, so zone therapy has been around since the 30s from Dr. Thurman Fleet, and he was a chiro. Um, so to kind of give you an idea, the chiropractic, our founder was D.D. Palmer and um, a fellow named uh, uh, Dr. Drain, who uh, opened up. He was the president of the Parker College. So he studied directly under D.D. Palmer, our founder, opened up his own college, and Dr. Fleet went to that college there so like when you're talking about the lineage of chiropractic this is going back to really the classical chiropractic and what our, fa- our forefather founded chiropractic on and ultimately um, Dr. Fleet trained um, his uh, zone therapy which was a branch of chiropractic and uh, my mentor and who created zone technique trained under his uh, for disciples or uh, trainees. So literally the lineage is very, very close to the traditional chiropractic. So when you think about chiropractic, um, you know, chiropractic started and I don't know what happened to chiropractic, but but <laughs> as we evolved, it is like almost unrecognizable to what it used to be and where it started. So this is really coming back to real bare bones uh, classical chiropractic and it's a timeless healing technique because you think about fads that go through you know these things just last here and there or some some techniques that I was exposed to early on it's like nobody ever even talks about them anymore or what have you but the, the zone technique has like tried and true proven over and over and over again so basically it's looking at the body as a system okay you have six systems that make up your body so and most people you know, if I ask them what are the six systems that make up your body, they don't necessarily, I, they can maybe identify or name the system, but when I start giving them hints, they'll be able to start doing it. So it's your glandular system, which are organs, obviously, that um, release chemicals in the body called hormones. And there's a piece of the brain functionally that actually regulates and monitors that system and ultimately is making sure and giving instructions to work properly. Then you have your limitative system. So those would be the, all the apparatuses responsible for pushing waste and toxins and impurities off your system. And there's actually a piece of the brain in there that actually regulates and monitors that entire system. Then your nervous system, which is a huge piece. Ultimately, there's a part of your brain that actually runs your brain. And that would be part of the central nervous system, obviously. And then nervous system, peripheral nerves going down to the arms, the legs, and your autonomic nervous system. So how you handle fight or flight, stress responses, you know, um, anything that you're not thinking about that you're digesting your foods or your heart rate, things like that falls under that autonomic nervous system. And then you have your digestive system. And Chad, if I'm not mistaken, I yeah. think you were zone four. That was, yeah, yeah I was, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I have changed my my uh, nutrition quite a bit since I've seen you. So I'd be kind of interested to see how that's yeah, right. Feels. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, you would think I'd be muscular, but I'm not. Just well, well, I'll, I have something to remind me about that. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Um, so zone four, it happens to be your digestive system. So all the apparatus is responsible for breaking your foods down and the part of the brain that runs and regulates that. And then your favorite zone, zone five, muscular, favorite. <laughs> the musculoskeletal <Yeah>. system. <laughs> 
my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So this would be the piece of the brain that's going to run and regulate, as you guys know, the, the structure, the bones, the muscles, the ligaments, the tendons, the posture, the balance centers, those sort of things. It's also, interestingly enough, where the body stores shock. So whether it's chemical shocks or emotional shock or physical shock. And it could be anything from car accidents to surgeries to, you know, alcohol or drugs or what have you. So, uh, and then lastly is your circulatory system. And that's how uh, you move fluids around your body, whether it's blood or lymph or your synovial fluid or your cerebral spinal fluid. And there's a piece of the brain that regulates that and all the apparatus for that. So really, that's you in a nutshell. That's, that's every single cell, tissue, and organ in your body. And functionally, your brain is programmed to be able to monitor these cells, tissues, and organs and send the appropriate signals when you're balanced. <laughs> and if you're out of balance, then it can't do those two things. It can't monitor what's going on in the system that it's regulating. And even if it could, it's not sending proper signals. So when you ask me how do I differ from most chiropractors, another part of that is that most chiropractors make the assumption that the brain is balanced. And they focus solely on the spine and making sure that the spinal joints are moving and everything is all good in the spine, especially to make sure that the joints are are giving enough room for the nerves to exit and go out to the rest of the body, which is great. I do that too. But sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and you need that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. But if you have a bad signal and you're just opening up the nerve pathway for a yeah, bad signal, bad okay, signal, well, yeah. great. You know, that's the, you know, not so great either. So the the zone technique is a great adjunct to something that you're you're already doing, or it's it's a it's, a, it's another tool that it's you an use. actual. Um, diagnostic way oh, okay. because you know if you remember when I was yep. actually feeling your head if you don't mind I do. disclosing this on your podcast Go for it. <laughs> tell them tell the people all about my head <laughs> <laughs> um, we said zone four right yes and, and I we didn't really even talk I just said get That's on right. the table and you were like, like you you know, it, how does it feel here how does and it feel I, there yeah. and, and I basically yeah. said to you hey do you have digestive issues Right. And you matched right up one for one, you know, yeah. um, digestion. Um, and I, I forgot why we were talking about that. What did you ask me? <laughs> no, we were just talking about like uh, how the zone technique would be, could oh, be an, like adjunct. an adjunct. Oh, yeah. so what I was basically saying is it's a, um, a diagnostic way of yeah. like, hey, what does the body need in this moment to actually be able to go through a heel cycle if it needs to go through a heel cycle and number two it function and function properly so it literally gives me very quick accurate information right in that moment you know some chiropractors and sometimes yeah, i mean in my exams i'll do this i'll take note of it um so i'll use uh, you know maybe some leg checks or you know muscle strength or what have you i right? range of motion i mean obviously you're making some way of figuring out what do I what do I need to do but this is just a very quick accurate easy whole body evaluation very quick to get to the point yeah like I mean it was I remember when you did that to me and it was super tender and then we went through the treatment and then you rechecked it and I was like I don't even feel that anymore that was weird that was pretty weird. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll always do that for a couple of reasons. Number one is obviously I want to make sure that what I did in that moment has set the body up in a way to be ready to heal and to be ready to actually get information out to the tissues. So it's a way for me to just double check, but it's also a way for the patient. You know, you could totally. feel it. So, you yeah. know, and it helps oh, yeah. the, the patient realize, okay, yeah, okay, we're, we're self-regulating. Okay. And that's how I end it with them is you're self-regulating. Your body's doing what it needs to do to get the information 
to heal and function. Um, so they're they're ready. They're prepared for that. And um, even if they still feel symptoms, they know at the last thing that they felt was like, okay, yeah, that's good. It's right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> We're working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you help them get rebalanced, right? You help these zones get rebalanced. What would be like their take on? What would be their homework to do? Like for, for Chad, whose zone four was, was unbalanced, what would be his his take home because clearly something has made this unbalance. Right. So there's multiple layers to that. The first part is just to answer the homework piece of that. P- patients get zone slips. I, I actually hand them out zone slips. And I think those are, um, I I, did I give you a zone yep. slip? Or yep. I did. Did you, did you do your homework? Uh, uh, mm, <laughs> probably not. He's, he's really good at in-school work. He's not great at the homework piece. Oh, he does, he does I work actually really well might need another card. <laughs> what I, I should have probably given it to Nick. So you should have yeah. I would have I laminated it for him and put it up in his office. Yes. I love that. That's true. So those zone slips actually do a couple of things um, on there specifically they're asking um, questions for the patients so that they are giving them insight and and prompt questions of things that they can expect when that system starts to regulate and balance Um, so they can start to look for okay is this happening okay this is what should be happening as this system becomes back online and starts to work properly um, so they're paying, they're they're instructed to that night after their adjustment to fill out the front of the zone the zone slip and you saw it, the zone slip is small it's like a three or four questions it's not like this yeah, um, it's like a little index card yeah yeah it's yep. not like yeah. uh, uh, making them do you right, know yeah. thirty pages of homework <laughs> That's but true. Uh, so right before they go to bed they could just take a couple of notes on things that they noticed after the adjustment and then until I see them next they can flip the page over and just jot notes down and you know I do that for multiple reasons. One is it becomes part of their their record. And it's a really great way for them to be able to monitor. Um, so I scan that into their file and then I hand it back to them. So they actually get to keep those. Um, so they can get a great little journal of where they started and, and how they can tra- uh, check their progress as they're going through. Um, it's also... You know, and I'm sure you guys are familiar with this. <laughs> when patients come in, you're asking them, "Hey, h- how are you doing?" Well, the only thing they remember is at the moment that they're talking to you. It's like, "Well, this is uh, really bothering me right here," and yeah. I'm like, "Okay, great, but how did you do right after the adjustment and le- days leading up to yeah, this?" Yeah, for sure. And they can't remember, so this is a great way for them to just kind of, um, you know, keep track of that. Um, and you know, depending on which zone comes up, uh, if it's a repeated zone. So sometimes when patients come in, they might be four, 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 four every time they come in. Or they might be two, four, two, four, two, four. They kind of go back and yeah, forth between yeah, yeah, several yeah. or, you know, two, 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 four, you know. Um, and some people, they're all over the map. So depending if somebody has a system that tends to be in one particular zone that I'm really concentrating on and depending on what they're coming in for, you know, I might recommend, hey, let's let's clean up your diet a little bit. Or I maybe recommend, I don't do a whole lot of supplementation, but there are times when I might actually say to somebody, hey, you might need to do some supplementation um, in that direction. Or, you know, often if, I, if it's not a quick little thing that I can say to them in the office, because I'm mostly not doing any of that stuff in the office, I might, you know, start referring them out to other people if I think they need Absolutely. a little more help in the nutrition Chad. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, So I know people listening will probably think like, oh my gosh, like my, you know, digestive system's unbalanced, something like this is unbalanced. What would you say 
for the most part for most people like or what are the most common things to make your systems unbalanced ah, that's a good question so that was part of the second part there so there are really only three things that cause the systems to be out of balance. And out of those three things, 90% is this one particular thing. Perfect. Um, so <laughs> Narrow it down. <laughs> stress. Yeah. Oh, totally. Stress. Yep. And they come in the three forms, physical stressors, chemical stressors, and emotional stressors. Um, and so most people think, oh, it's my physical stress. It's what I do at work, and it's this, and it's that. And, and it really is not mostly that it's mostly the emotional stresses that trigger and trip the circuit breaker or the or the, the part of the brain that runs these different systems yeah okay. i'm glad you said that because that's kind of where my brain was going and um i think it's important for people to hear that that like your body wants to be balanced it's not like you're not you're not broken because it's always out of whack it's because we're having a difficulty managing stress and that's you know in our our experience with with people from the physical therapy front is like hey look I know you're dealing with this joint pain, but there's a lot of other stuff we're not doing a good job of controlling. Maybe we need to focus less on the movement piece and actually work on this, you know, outside stress that you're getting that's not letting you sleep. You know, it's not letting you digest food well, all that kind of stuff. So people always miss that piece. They're like, oh, you know, stress is so normalized in our world, in our modern world. And it's actually like praise to an extent. It's like, oh, this this person over here, look how much stress they have. Look at that. Go you. You're doing great. You know, it's it's I got four jobs. I'm up all night. I don't sleep. I go to bed. You know, I, I, I do work until the wee hours of the night and then I wake up early. It's like, why are we praising that? You right. know, it's like, we've and to it's this not just point. that. I mean, to, to go to back, kind of piggyback on what you're saying. Yeah. Stress is normalized in our culture, but so is pain. Yeah. And unfortunately, what people don't realize is it's not like the pain that you feel in your neck and your back and your head. It's not your head, your back and your neck. It's your brain yeah and for you sure know, um dr heidi havoc she is uh, um one of a real leader in our profession for chiropractic research and one of the researches that she's doing now is actually showing how the brain is is where the pain is felt it's yeah, not for in sure. the physical body and this is i why and you guys probably see this all the time where somebody could come in with a perfect looking x-ray or a perfect looking mri and they're like dying in pain you're like your tissues look great yeah, <laughs> you know? or somebody could come in with like you know bulging discs and herniated discs throughout the whole lumbar spine and you'd be like i don't feel a thing you know and um, so like to your point stress is normalized so yeah. is pain so and is pain, pain yeah, is sure. often that is the last resort that the body's trying to tell you look we are way out of balance we're not where we're supposed to be and unfortunately you get that everywhere everywhere you look whether it's tv whether it's podcasts or news or your know, cell phones whatever i mean yeah. just talking to your friends oh i get that too yeah and we just talk it up oh you're getting older yeah. or oh age is the know. biggest biggest scapegoat so we yeah. give ourselves excuses why we don't feel well and we think it's okay now, do you see people come in that may have, you know, they, they may have multiple zones unbalanced and then all of a sudden they start to manage those outside stresses, right? Those, those stresses that they're experiencing on a daily basis. And then all of a sudden it's like, they didn't, you didn't really do that that much. They just started managing the stress. And now it's like, oh, look at that. You're balanced. Do you see that, you know, at all or even a lot? I would say not really in the sense that it's kind of like, um, if you think of your electrical panel in your basement, if you blow a fuse, you got to go down and reset the main yeah. switch and then the lights come back on. Yeah. And the degree of which the lights are 
you're utilizing the lights or kind of like or whatever electrical thing you're using benefits you know um with somebody like you said your body is designed to be healthy and that's a take-home point that i think if anybody's paying attention is like listen if your body is not feeling great and functioning properly there's something wrong take that you know yeah, to the back yeah, yeah, there is yeah, something yeah, wrong yeah. that is designed to be healthy it wants to be healthy like you said to your point as long as you're obeying the rules of the physical body yeah yeah for like sure. you're talking yeah. um, but often those things need to really get reset and then of course those people that are doing the things that you're talking about they heal much quicker faster for sure. and they maintain their yeah, balance yeah yeah, you know? yeah no i think it's important what you said there like the body wants to be you know it wants to be balanced it wants to heal and a lot of we live in this world where everyone's like, oh, supplements, like what can I add to make me healthier? A lot of times right. it's we need to remove and strip right. away some of the stuff we may right. be doing that is precipitating right. that, right? Right. Yeah. I think that's a great point. You know, too many people think that they're broken yeah. and they need something from the outside to help. And the reverse is actually true, yeah. which is you're not broken. You are yeah. perfect in that form you're you unbalanced just, yeah yeah you you're just, just need to remove right the interference yeah. allow the system to actually do what it's designed to do and sometimes when patients have a hard time kind of putting their brain around that i'll say to them well did you come with an instruction manual <laughs> and, <laughs> and they say well what do you mean i say well how do you know how to break your apple down and create muscle tissue yeah, or yeah, bone tissue yeah. or you know are you sitting there all day long telling your heart to pump your blood around yeah and they sit there right. and say well no and i said well how do you do that yeah it's a good point you know so when you kind of say that most people just don't take the time to think about how That's their true. body works and no you know i mean i say no should they but they should because guess what they got to live in it so they should understand a little bit of it you know you don't have to maybe go to the extent that nick does yes <laughs> I, I i hear he's the, he's the smart one in the group uh, I, I do i do i do i, I lay the foundation and then nick like just <laughs> just delivers all this research you know well like, uh, yeah which is a good so, thing but that like some of that for the po purpose of the podcast like i feel like people are going to think now if i'm like if they come in the clinic i'm just going to be spitting out research i i get the research <laughs> ready for the podcast a lot of times but i do dive deep and it gets me in trouble with, with patients and clients sometimes because sometimes i go way too deep and then i start to lose them a little bit and i'm like you know what let's let's peel it back let's bring it back. like i went i probably went a little too deep so i, I tend to get in those uh it's ebb and flow, ebb and flow, oh, ebb and flow. It totally but is. I love the word. I love the 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 word unbalanced. I'm I'm gonna use that more because I feel like I'm always trying to dance around the. I always deter people from saying broken. They love using the word broken. I don't like to use the word fix because it implies someone's broken. That kind of stuff. But people, you know, get the, they get all the diagnosis: dysfunction, this, dysfunction, that, impairment, torn, all this kind of stuff. And I try to dance around those words because I don't like to use them with people. But I like unbalanced. I really do. I'm going to use that more, I think. I, th I think, um, you know, I hear, you probably hear this a lot too. Oh, I'm a hot mess. You know, those yes. sort of things. I, yeah. You know, the point is you want those people to understand, yes, this is not okay. Um, because they come in and almost brag about it. You know, like, oh, I'm a hot mess. And, you I know, know, this, I, know. I got this going on. Like it, like the war wounds used right. to be, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, this guy over here. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think it just makes them feel better about themselves when they're they're trying to, give themselves validation that it's okay that they're feeling the way that they are or yeah, whatever so it may be yeah it's it's right. bad so You're sometimes right. we got to put the brakes on that and just you know let them know it's not supposed to be like that yeah, for sure and i don't think enough providers do that i think they just let them run with it because they're comfortable with that 
and then just treat them. They don't know what they're doing and then they leave and they still feel the same way when they leave. So there's nobody that's actually like stopping them in that moment be like, no, that's not the case, you know? And, and I think more providers out there need to be a little bit more comfortable kind of jumping into those uncomfortable territories, talking to these patients about like, listen, you shouldn't be feeling like that first of all, you know? And uh, I don't think enough of us do that. And, you know, I think some people, for lack of better words, they're just doing it because it's a nine to five job and that's just what it is. Um, but, you know, that's the reason why we like to have people like like you on the show where they like actually care. You know, some, <laughs> we can, yes, we can have a conversation, but, you know, we're actually talking to people that actually care about helping people and they're not just doing it because it's a job. Yeah. You know? And it's a balance, too. As much as you tell that, you know, you might be telling that person, hey, this isn't normal. You also want to hear them out first, like listen to them first. And I feel like. There's also people out there that get, they're like, oh, this is it. This is, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell pe- tell everybody this. And then they don't give the patient or the client the time of day to talk. And, and so they don't feel heard. So they're like, okay, you told me it wasn't normal. I get that. But at the same time, you didn't hear my my side of it. So you got to listen to them too. So it is it is a balance, you know, and maybe you're not telling them that on the first day. You know, maybe you hear them out for, for the first few sessions and then we say, hey, look, you've been talking about this, this, and this. Let's talk about that. You know, and then get into it. Well, for me, it, just for me to be able to identify whether I want to take them on as a patient. Yeah, for um, sure. That first visit is all about, hey, you you tell me, this is your time. Tell me mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. And then my questions are, well, okay, how's this impacting you? Yeah, you know, how sure. is this impacting for your sure. life? You know, you're with your family, your work, your, your hobbies, you know, the things you love to do. And it's amazing to me. Um, what people actually tolerate it, it it is kind of interesting to kind of see how much people will tolerate and some of that has to do with the fact that as a culture we do normalize things so they think it's normal they and they're hanging out with friends who also have these problems so they think okay well this is just the way it's supposed to be i just gotta suck it up and you know um so it's not until often they come across these practitioners and, and doctors that are saying hey Look, this is unacceptable. Can you see how this is actually affecting your life? Like you, you're literally. I mean, I had a patient the other day say to me, "Man, I, and now that we're going through this, I just didn't realize how much energy I put towards avoiding things because I can't do these things." And I said, "Oh, well, it's good that you're taking inventory now, so yeah, for you sure. can actually see this, you know, because you know you might, and even I say people tolerate a lot, but like this woman." It's not that necessarily that she was tolerating a lot in the sense I don't think she really took an inventory of like, man, this really is impacting my life. I didn't realize how much, you know, she just thinks so. Oh, just I do these, they become habits for them to just do these routines to kind of adapt to do their day. And they just think, oh, that's normal, right? You know, like you said, they kind of totally. forget about it. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like an onion sometimes when you're trying to peel back some of those layers with the patients when they yeah. come in. And, and I've been working on it like over the last like couple of years with talking about like the five whys, you know, and, and starting from why number one, well, my knee hurts. Okay, well, why? Like, why are you here for that? Oh, well, because I want to play soccer. Okay, is that the real reason why? You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, a lot of times it'll go back to so deep where it's like, all I want to do is just be able to pick my grandchildren up. It's all I want to do. You know what I mean? But it's, it's they're getting so deterred by, well, my knee hurts or, you know, I just hate that I can't walk or, or whatever. Like it, it goes deeper than that, you know, and to find out what that actual meaning is takes a little bit of digging that you can do. Sometimes it's one session, sometimes it's a couple, who knows, but like, you know, the, the more trust you gain and the more trust that they feel with you as a provider, you really start to, you know, learn a lot about these people and they'll tell you things they've never told anybody else. So it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. You know? And unfortunately the modern healthcare system just isn't set up for, for everyone to do that. Right. Like people don't spend enough time with people. 
you got some providers out there telling them like, oh, well, you just have a bad knee. Like, just don't run. It's like, well, what if they want to run? It's like, well, you know, that's terrible advice if someone really wants to run, if that's what they get enjoyment from. You know, so we, we hear that all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, no, just don't golf. It's like, but what if they enjoy golfing? You know, so we have that system. Like well, and avoiding the activity doesn't f- correct the problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's I know. The, and, it's, and it's just going to continue to get worse for and sure. or, for you know, sure. spread into other areas. Because as I mentioned before, and you guys probably know this is, it, you know, like, the, the physical pain that you're feeling is coming from a brain dysfunction somewhere. So that part of the brain is trying to register, hey, something is not working. But you can only feel 10% of yourself. So by the time those alarms are going off, it's because the systems are actually breaking down and they're trying to actually get your attention. And so now it's going out into the physical body and literally saying, okay, well, now I got all these tight muscles. Well, why do you have these tight muscles? It may be a real key of like zone five may be out of balance that part of the brain can't regulate the muscle the proper muscle tone but it could just as easily be hey you're not getting enough blood flow to the area or you're not digesting your food you're simulating the nutrients to make sure that you're getting the building blocks that you need to have healthy tissue or healthy bones or what have you so you know that whole thing kind of snowballs into that as well so oh yeah absolutely absolutely when did you start doing the zone technique how long have you been doing that? Um, so the zones, I probably started about three and a half years ago. So the fellow who actually created the zone technique, he, um, as I mentioned, um, was studying under the the direct disciples of Dr. Fleet. And um, he um, decided that he wanted to open up um, a school to really kind of bring this to the masses. Because as you mentioned, in chiropractic, there's probably over a hundred different style techniques. Um, but with, um, uh, the zone technique was really not being once, uh, Dr. Fleet and some of his, his, uh, direct students kind of died off. I mean, they were much older when, when even my mentor was learning from them that he was learning from them when they were in their seventies and eighties. Um, so only a small percentage of the chiropractic profession was actually doing something related to the zone therapy. Um, so he ended up creating the school zone technique, which he models very much, um, like the zone therapy, but it's a little different. He, he does include other things. So it is a little bit different than the traditional zone therapy. Um, but that being said, he opened that school about, I want to say four years ago. So I got into oh, it about got it three right and a half. In the yeah. So I oh, got cool. in around three, three and a half years ago. So yeah. how did you first hear about, about that type of, of therapy? Was it somebody else that told you about it? Like, how did you know that that was what you wanted to do. Yeah. Well, I just happened, you know, as you know, we're always researching and doing CEs and all this stuff. So I just happened to be looking for a, a class that I needed to just kind of, you know, see. And it, I just saw um, a clip, an ad for it that one of my friends had shared with me. And so I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Let me check this thing out. And it just, it resonated. It really was like, oh, this is it. Yeah. So we're currently um, about, I would say, about a thousand practice, just under a thousand practitioners worldwide. That that's pretty good. Zones. Yeah. So it is worldwide. It's not just in the United States. Yeah, it's worldwide. Wow, that's awesome. That's really really cool. So let's let's go talk to, about your practice a little bit more. What do you have a favorite like? type of well we can talk about it in terms of zones like is there a favorite zone you like to treat or um, you can say digestive it's fine Um, or like an age group or something like that is there 
like a, a favorite type of patient that you you tend to love to work with? What I think is interesting, um, the zones have kind of opened it up to a very different style practice in the sense that, you know, when I originally practiced chiropractic, like I mentioned to you, I'd be the focus, you know, I'd be in an office that might just have a lot of sports and a lot of athletes or a lot of musculoskeletal things, um, family care. So we would have a lot of children and what have you. But with the zones, because it's addressing the whole body, I actually get all sorts of things that most people coming into me, I wouldn't, you wouldn't even really necessarily relate because most people think, oh, you, the only time you go to the chiropractor is if your neck or back hurt or you got a headache or something. So I actually see a lot of uh, visceral kind of stuff that most people wouldn't even think about going to their chiropractor for. Um, so it really makes it fun. It's just kind of see all different sorts of stuff coming into the office. I would say probably my favorite patient is those people that come in and on their like last resort because they've been everywhere, nothing seems to be working and they've had chronic pain over time and um, we just get working on them and they just to see how their life transforms I mean it's just such a big difference that so those people are really fun to work with because as as you pointed out earlier you know you get to really quickly see where somebody's at in their commitment level and how much responsibility they want to take to actually heal so those are really fun people because they're at their wits end they'll do just about anything and they've done just about everything that maybe they haven't gotten the, the results that they're looking for. So those are really fun people to work with. Athletes are really fun people to work with. As you know, they're very motivated. They want to just be the best and kind of keep doing little tweaks and things to really kind of get back into the game or be better than what they were or get a PR or, you know, that sort of thing. So they're fun to work with. I also, I actually enjoy the high school kids. They're fun. Yeah, <laughs> they're and fun. So <laughs> yeah. I, I like those guys. Um, yeah. I do have uh, my own certification in pregnancy and, and infants and children. So oh, nice. I see a good number of I children. I did not know that. So, that's yeah, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I got certified oh, man, through great. the uh, ICPA, which is the International Pediatric Chiropractic Association. Oh, cool. Uh, we'll have to keep you in mind for that because Katie's doing all of our pelvic floor stuff and women's health stuff. So we might have to have like another future podcast or something and yeah or even make, like a workshop of some ooh, sort yeah, yeah. Like a workshop yeah, yeah. of some yeah. sort that'd be really cool that yeah we should cool. definitely do that that'd be awesome cool i mean i agree i mean i i totally agree i love those patients that come in and you're their last resort it's um it's more rewarding too when they start to see the results because you know they're way more grateful because you are you're like god you know what i mean you help them get through a time that nobody could else could help them get through so it's um it's definitely more rewarding i feel and it's also i like the challenge you know right. just like yourself you know it's like why could nobody help you you know could it be that simple maybe not i don't know but let's let's dig into this and let's figure this out but yeah that the challenge is always fun too yeah that's that sure. that's the athlete background right yeah. there yeah that's yeah. the challenge i <laughs> love the challenge yeah, like, all right, this is gonna be fun let's do yeah, it let's do it yeah that's yeah, cool absolutely um, how does the um, you use the zones on children, like children and infants? Or? Oh yeah, you okay. can do that. The infants it's a little challenging because they For like sure. to move yeah, their head around a lot. Head. Some sometimes if the infant's sleeping, I can just get in there and scan or just do a quick one. Um, so you know you have to kind of yeah distract. I bubbles come in handy. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. So maybe for the next time I just chat, I'll bring bubbles. Yeah, bring some bubbles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, bubbles. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, though. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Shots fired. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Bring it. That's great. Yeah. Um, you got anything else no, there? No, I'm, I'm just thinking. With regard to the zones? No, I, I think let's um let's start kind of closing it up. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, and I, I'm thinking... Um, we like to end with this question and it's uh, like, what, what is one piece of health advice from your experience that you might be able to offer, you know, to our listeners today that they could start implementing, you know, whether it's um, to help them maybe understand better about what's going on with their body or, you know, is there any like type of self help that they could see to know that you might be a good fit for them before, you know, they, they make that move. I would say, you know, the first thing and we talked about it a little bit already which is first take responsibility for your health nobody has to live in that body except for you and so you know the first part is taking responsibility um, and then the second piece is just knowing that your body is designed to really be healthy and i think those two pieces are very important because i'm all often baffled when i have patients come in the office and they don't understand those two concepts about themselves. And so I would just say, you know, really, first and foremost, know you are really designed to be healthy. And then you have a responsibility to keep yourself healthy. You know, health is not a destination. It is something that you are practicing and doing and working on all the time. It is a lifestyle. It is, you know, I say this all the time to patients that like, when I say that, and they kind of give me this weird look, I'll say, look, your actions, every second of the day, you're making a choice and an action and it has consequences. So like if you just ran through that red light out there, there are consequences and that'll last them. What are those consequences? And they might be a minor consequence like, hey, you you, um, you just ran the red light and you got a, a warning from a police officer or a ticket or you ran the red light and you got into a car accident but um, or you... you got serious injury because you got into a car accident or you killed somebody or what have you. There are consequences to different degrees based on your choices. So, so are your health choices that you make every day. So just really be aware of like, Hey, everything that you're doing is going to have some type of consequence on the body, whether you're thinking negative thoughts or you're eating poorly or you're not exercising, or you're not getting plenty of sleep, or you're just not working at keeping yourself healthy. You have a duty and a responsibility if you want your body to feel good and function properly. So that would be a, a thing that they can do right at home without me and without anybody just take responsibility. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, we've talked about that quite a bit. Like, be your own, you know, primary care pro- you know, provider. Yeah, yourself, exactly. Right? So, right. yeah, you're the first line of defense. You know, the the, uh, the providers out there, the doctors, the physical therapists, we're just here to, to assist, to help. You know, you are the first line of defense for sure. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, in this lovely state of Massachusetts, we have direct access. So, we actually are the first line of defense for some people that come in to see us before they actually see their primary care provider. So, um, we are a great um, source of, of, of resources for our patients, but you know, we might actually be able to save them time and finance yeah, without sure. having to go through all these other steps, for you know? sure. yeah. which I actually think is, you know, you probably agree. It's probably better that they are seeing us first because the reality is we are working on health and when they go to the other end, it's sick care and now it has its place obviously. Um, but sick care is not healthcare. I love it. We've said that many times. We a thousand percent agree with you. Absolutely. 
All right, Dr. Carrie, how can people find you? Whether it's you have like a Instagram handle or website or a Facebook or anything where they could reach out to you if they want to find out more information. <laughs> I, I will. I'll give you the website, okay. which is uh, marketsquarecairo.com. <laughs> nice. So marketsquarecairo.com. Uh, um, and you can, there's a Facebook um, button and the Instagram is that what Instagram? Yeah, yep. Instagram button. Yep. See, I'm totally not good on the social media. <laughs> I'm going to so. put everything in the show notes for everybody. So all they'll have to do is click in the notes. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so you're, you're covered. See chat. You're covered. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll make sure that everybody knows exactly where to find you. That's awesome. awesome. No, that was a great talk. I, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming. I got to work on that digestion. I'll bring the bubbles next time. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> all right, Nick, what do we got going on next episode? Next episode, we have another guest. Yeah, so we're we actually do. taking our first break. I our know. first week on break. Sorry, everybody. Chad's going away, so it's his fault. Going um, away, and Nick's, <laughs> Nick's peacing out part of the yeah, week, we're too. Clo- so we're closing down on Friday uh, next week. Yeah. But, um, so we won't be able to record, so we're going to give everybody a little break. We know you're kind of sick of us anyway. Um, so we have another guest. Um, we have a... A uh, gentleman by the name of Akil. He is a representative of Hydro, so kind of the rowing version of Peloton out there. It's it's growing rapidly, so it should be a cool cool conversation. A little different from the the recent guests we've had, the health related guests. It's still health related, but it'll be a, a different conversation, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a different industry within the health field. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's be, it'll be good yeah. to get another perspective from from somebody in That'd a different cool. aspect of, of healthcare. Yeah, yeah, we're excited for it. It's going to be great. All right. I said I wasn't going to do this, but I can't help myself. I have to do morals <laughs> of the story. Um, so when, when you guys are over here and I'm like typing away, I'm still listening to what you're saying. I'm just trying to get my words figured out for what I'm going to say at the end of the episode. <laughs> Carrie might not know that I do this all the time, but I do. It's my jam. So moral of the story. We did have a great talk with Dr. Goyette today about her practice as well as the field of chiropractic care. If you are out there and have had or are looking into chiropractic care, just know that there are providers out there that are challenging the status quo, aka they give a shit. One of these chiropractors happens to be Dr. Kerry Goyette. If this is you, then you need to get in the zone with Dr. Goyette. Love it, love it. And if you do, make sure to do your homework and bring your bubbles. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Thank you for joining us in the rack this week. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. You can also find us online at ProformPTMA.com or on social media at ProformPTMA. And remember, if you train inside the rack, you better be thinking outside the rack.